Dan's Driving Double Feature Presents the final episode of One Minute with European Zombies circa 1980 episode 87 I'm your host Dan for some time now we've been discussing in minute maybe too minute detail Zombie Lake Jean Roland and Andrea Bianchi's Burial Ground Burial Ground ended in the previous minute. This minute, Zombie Lake ends. We are going to listen to the last minute of Zombie Lake. I'm going to talk about it for a bit. We're going to take a little pause, and then I'm going to give my final thoughts. I think I have some. I feel like I should. Having said that, I want us to dive right into the final minute of Zombie Lake the mill or whatever it is is on fire and I believe all the zombies are dead or not dead they were already dead are incinerated to the point where they no longer can work and these aren't evil dead zombies these aren't return of the living dead zombies this is a few years before them and in evil dead are they actually zombies in evil dead they are a return of the living dead but um yeah and are these actually zombies in zombie lake might these be ghosts? I don't know. And I don't think the movie's going to share any more with us. But let us listen to the last minute of Zombie Lake. Don't forget me. kind of a sweet ending that you you can um you can make fun of all you want because as and and it's it's kind of implied that her and the mayor are right there like the the mill that's burning uh, which means they're right by that river or whatever it is 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 right there and one of the 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 windows has fire in it and another is pouring out black smoke and we don't really see the mayor in this minute. We just see Helena, and she's holding her necklace, and she says, don't forget me, I won't forget you. And your first thought is, well, your dad was a zombie. He probably barely remembers you, but knock it off. Knock it off. She's, she's, she's a little kid, and she's saying that to her dad, who just was napalmed in a mill in a village in France in 19... 55 1980 I don't know when it is but it's I think it's kind of a sweet ending um does it earn the sweet ending <sighs> not really but I'm gonna go with it and I'm gonna go with the fact that in the end the film the film started off as oh, this is not really the point for me to talk about this um I'm just talking about the minute per se but yeah so so it ends yeah, with Helena watching her 
dad. Well, she doesn't watch her dad get burnt up, but she knows he's in there, and she knows that it's over, and she is crying and hopes everything will be okay. And it fades to black, and you see Finn, F-I-N, on the screen, and then it's done. And it's only 50 seconds, so we're actually done um, 10 seconds-ish before the minute is over. So that's the end of, of Zombie Lake, and there's no lake in the last minute, so I can't really tie anything back. There's no lake, there's no naked ladies, there's no gore, there's no craziness. It's just a couple windows that exhibit fire and a little girl telling her zombie dad not to forget her because she won't forget him and i hope she's going to do okay i i i hope she'll be all right Enter the world of Holi, Reb Brown, and so many heroes named Steve. 80s action movies on the cheap is filled with insightful reviews about the films made during the decade that gave us big hair, shoulder pads, and yuppies. This book is an excellent guide through the action movies that didn't quite make blockbuster status, or in some cases, any status at all. Written with wit, good humor, a definite fondness, and minimal spoilers, this book is a must-have for film lovers. 80s Action Movies on the Cheap by Daniel R. Budnick is available now at Amazon and McFarland Books. All right, everyone. Let's end this. 87 episodes of European Zombies circa 19... Actually, they are 1980 in, in this one. Uh, yeah, I had said, I think, back at the beginning that I might... I might do another one um you know like you got nightmare city and you got i, I could do gates of hell or, or city of the living dead I, um because that is lots of zombies or, or even the beyond or i could even do zombie if i wanted to um or zombie 3 which isn't quite circa 1980 well technically burial ground is zombie 3 uh, the zombie 3 the actual zombie 3 makes me a little sleepy hell of the living dead i could do there or other there are zombie holocaust oh my gosh i do I'd do the Dr. Butcher MD version if I did. But yeah, this is the uh this is the end of the podcast. It's always it's always weird when, when you get to the end of these cuz cuz when when you start them, you got so much ahead of you and I always try to even even though I've watched these films numerous times, I always try to treat it as if I don't know what's coming next. And and the joy of it is like, you know, when I did Night of Horror, I more or less knew what was coming next, but you don't quite know how extended all of it is and and a minute to dismember you don't realize how sort of crazy all of it is blood lake and ice i kind of knew where i was last lumber party i did those i didn't do those quickly um they came up over two days they were released over two days in halloween of 2018 but they were recorded over two months um and so there was there was more of an impetus to get those done but these two have just been sort of casual i mean i, th I think i've been recording these over like nine months uh i record them as i record them and i've been i've been having a good time doing them and i, I hope you have uh, enjoyed listening to them so let me just give you my final thoughts on jean roland's uh, zombie lake and andrea bianchi's burial ground aka the knights of terror or zombie three 
I think I said this at the beginning, that there was a point back when I was writing for Bleeding Skull. Uh, I, I didn't do the Zombie Lake review. Joe did the Zombie Lake review. But there was a thing sort of 2010, 2011, something like that, where we were knee-deep in it. We were having so much fun that so, someone somewhere, I forget where it could have been, Liz, over it, and you call yourself a scientist, I forget where, said something along the lines of, like, you you can you can tell the worth of a site writing about this realm of movies or this strange area of movies by what they say about Zombie Lake. And I thought Joe did a great job in his review. I forget if Zombie Lake is in the Bleeding Skull book. It might be. I don't remember. Uh, the book's around here somewhere. Um, uh, but um, I, I never reviewed it. Um, and when I get to this point, I, I think I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I have anything original to say. One of the things people always say about it is how crazy it is that it's it's all these different things at once. When you go through it minute by minute, you see how really sort of schizophrenic and odd it is, and how unwilling it is to settle into one genre, one space, one spot. I mean, yes, the whole thing is sort of about Nazi zombies in a lake in a French village, but this is almost, it's not an Altman film kind of thing. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, this is the French zombie, Nazi zombie shortcuts or Nashville, but um, maybe it's closer to Bruce McLeod, I don't know. But it, but it is, it, 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 it's kind of like, because a lot of folks, when they remember it, they remember the zombie dad and the little girl and they remember all the naked women swimming and the cameras underneath them and stuff like that which is a significant portion of the film but it's not as significant as you would think especially if you watch the film all the way through like I do obviously the opening sequence with that gorgeous woman getting naked and, and hanging out and we all enjoy looking at her and then she gets killed that sequence goes on for ages and that seems to imply that this is going to be yeah, recently I watched the film uh, John Hayes film The Cutthroats which starts off like it's going to be like a bunch of American soldiers going into Nazi territory and doing something or other but then just keeps becoming a sexploitation film over and over and over again and that's what Zombie Lake looks like it's going to be like and then a couple of moments where there's some gratuitous nudity. That's what it looks like. And when the basketball team shows up and they get nude in a startlingly unerotic sequence, um, that's kind of what, oh, we're back to this. But then with Spitz Moran and then with the zombie dad and the, and the little girl and the reporter and that big guy with the mustache who looks like the mayor from Dark Side of Midnight and the mayor himself and and and, and the, the flashbacks and all these other little stories like what it seemed to start off as a sexploitation zombie film by the time you're halfway into it that's gone you know that's completely gone and even like that last woman who's killed by the zombies you know, it's like, oh my gosh, Mar Maria or whoever got killed, and oh gosh. But you just see her very chastely in her bed and with her mom, I guess, nearby. And so what the film begins as is not... And you, you've heard the music, that, that opening music is, is that, that music you hear over and over again at the beginning or end of each of these episodes is, is the opening music for Zombie Lake. So it's kind of um, pastoral, softcore 
uh, pastoral softcore. That was yeah. I think I think Brahms did a piece on that or something. I don't know. Um, but th th that's what it kind of looks like in the beginning, and then you think it's going to become a violent zombie film, but it never really does because the zombies aren't that violent, and it's a surprise when Helena says, oh, they want fresh blood. Really? Because I felt like there were more ghosts than anything. And the fact that when you, you watch the film minute by minute, the, it never seems to settle into one spot you know it's like the 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 naked gals are getting attacked in the water and then all of a sudden there's the mayor calling the chief inspector and there's moran and spitz and there's village people hanging around not the village people village people in the village hanging around then there's a little girl with her zombie dad then there's a zombie knife fight and it's just like if if i if i could yeah, maybe maybe I could I probably won't but if I made a list of like that just was like it was like like a spreadsheet like minute one two three four five and sort of named in each minute what like sexploitation sexploitation zombie horror um, strange melodrama uh, cop stuff um, you know uh, uh, European French villagey things a reporter visits town flashback to World War II if I could name all the sort of genres and all the sort of places that the movie touches and just seems to completely abandon what's come before it you know and, it, and so that's why it's like a surprise when it ends and it's like the, the, the ending moments are on Helena saying I'll never forget you don't you forget me uh, or vice versa and you're like oh my gosh so does that mean she was the point of the movie because if we go back to the beginning the point of the movie was a hot gal getting completely naked and walking around and swimming a lot and the camera was underneath her just so I think I think the joy of Zombie Lake minute by minute is how screwy it is and how unable the filmmakers were to to our betterment to the 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 increase in capacity of happiness in the daily lives of human beings how unwilling they were to park it in a genre and that's why Zombie Lake is fun. That's why Zombie Lake is worth watching. Is it inept? Oh, sure. Is it poorly written? Oh, you bet your life. Is it amateurish? Yeah, it kind of is. And a lot of the Eurocine films are actually like that. Is it fun? Oh, you bet your life. Is it boring? Eh, occasionally. But is it worth watching? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't watch it as closely as I did. Maybe you should just sit down for 87 minutes and enjoy it. Watch it on the Blu-ray. Watch it on the Blu-ray. It's, it looks really nice, and it's it's a lot of fun. And yeah, there are a lot of moments like like with you know when they're standing up in the water, and then suddenly they're they're doggy paddling in the water, and it seems to be like twenty feet deep, and there are all these little weird bits and bobs here and there that don't make sense. And yeah, you're not made. You're, the movie wasn't made. For, as I've said before to have some jackass sit here and look at it minute by minute and have all the people who have dive, dove, dove, you know leapt into it and examine it the way we've examined it it wasn't meant to um, undergo that harsh eye although loving eye but 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 um, 
a harsh critical eye. It wasn't meant to be like that. It was just meant to be a fun, goofy thing that, and it doesn't even, and, and there's even the feeling when you're watching it that like, oh yeah, yeah, the, the, the zombies from Dawn of the Dead, yeah, they eat people and stuff like that. And there's a little bit of concession to that, but most of it is really just doing their own thing with the movie. Maybe they saw shockwaves, I don't know. Maybe they saw, you know, zombie movies from the, the 40s, Revolt of the Zombies, Valley of the Zombies, something like that, I don't know. But it goes its own way, it does its own thing, which is why it's fun. On the other hand, Burial Ground, to me, is very much a Dawn of the Dead, not quite zombie, zombie is... is 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 one foot in Dawn of the Dead, like one foot in White Zombie, which is why it's such a weird experience. But 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 to me, Burial Ground is very much a gothic sort of Dawn of the Dead esque thing. You know, instead of being like in a mall, and instead of being like in in slum apartments and things like that, and and TV studios, it's in this grand gothic crazy ass villa in the middle of nowhere. And in the on the on the Blu-ray, there's a featurette about the villa. I'm kidding, of course. I've said that 400 times. We watched that ages ago. Do you remember all those episodes where I didn't watch that? And do you remember the episode when I did? I hope you enjoyed the fact that I eventually did. Huh. On the Blu-ray, there is about a 10-minute extra of extended scenes, deleted scenes. And there are a whole bunch of moments and it's it's interesting because there's no dialogue on it because they would have shot it MOS and and dubbed it in later and since they were never in the film they didn't dub them but there are scenes in each of the three cars where we get some dialogue and chatter between the the couples and of course Michael's there and from what I, I can see, and, and there's some more extended stuff of that uh, also when they hit the villa. But I, I think I think they just kept it perfect the way they did it. Just, you know, we, we, we see the, you know, Evelyn and Michael and George as they pull up to the gate. And then we see the others as they step out of the car and they're all talking. We never really quite get to know any of them, but that's okay. You remember how tough I had, uh, tough a time I had remembering everyone's names. That's okay. It doesn't matter because they're they're all distinctive enough so that we we recognize them when we see them, and and whether or not we care about them, yeah, I I, I didn't particularly, and you know I you know you sort of look forward to who's going to die here, and it, it does have the fun sort of zombie thing where you never quite know who's going to I mean they kill the kid early on or I put the kid in quotes uh, you know so you never quite know who's going to die and you know the, uh, unlike um Zombie Lake which begins seeming to be one film Burial Ground begins the way it's going to go a guy is killed by some I'm your friend I'm your friend a guy is killed by some zombies and that's the rest of the movie they kind of lay in wait until someone else shows up and then they go after them and is zombie lake or is burial ground dumb mm, characters occasionally do dumb things but they do smarter things just as often shooting the zombies in the head knowing that there's zombies hiding in that place at the top of the stairs and it, that actually works um and and um like 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 when they go in the in the in the final place it's just a question of it isn't a question of them being dumb it's a question of them 
exhausted and unable to carry around the the gal whose ankle is smashed anymore and just needing a place where they they think they'll be safe for a bit unfortunately they're not Uh, there's nowhere uh, at that point you can be safe yeah i mean you know there are some dumb moments i mean nicholas professor what professor are you okay professor that's dumb and there are a few other dumb moments. Um, it maybe takes Mustache Guy a little too long to figure out that these monks are creepy. Um, yeah, but, but but the dumb moments I don't think are any more dumb than than moments you get at this time period. They're not dumb like the people in Zombie Lake dumb. But I think the thing with Burial Ground is it starts off with that opening killing, and then these goofy characters, and then much more kind of erotic nudie sleazy stuff than you'd expect. I mean, obviously, when you mention burial ground to people, Michael is the first person they think of. It's Michael, it's incest-related, it's feeling up your mom and then biting her boob off, you know. So that definitely gives it a place in some sort of Hall of Fame. But at the same time, Mr. Bianchi, I think, does a pretty solid job of keeping it interesting keeping it suspenseful keeping it gory enough keeping it moving i don't think it's ever really dull there isn't enough time spent with we just meet the characters very briefly and then we go on our way and and the events begin happening yeah there's a occasional moment here and there um like taking that gal's foot out of the zombie slash bear trap seems gone for about 400 years but you know that those these those are the exceptions that prove the rule because there's like when when the maid gets killed that's a really nicely done scene and when she's going through the the hallways with just the candle lighting up her face that's good and those locations are so great and um i think i think to me burial ground you can call it dumb if you want the michael stuff is is certainly sleazy and strange but i think burial ground works and it still works um I, I think they could have even I think they could have gone farther, further, farther, farther on it. Um, but there's there's enough going on in it to make it a joy and, and going through it minute by minute, it, it kind of separated out the more suspenseful uh, uh, and gory bits a little bit more than I thought it would. And there are a few sequences like the sequence with the gal whose ankle is injured where she's in that weird room where the zombies keep breaking into various places and back her into another room with the fight. That, that. You remember that sequence that seems to go on for like 10 minutes? It doesn't. But but it's just a weird sequence, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like both these movies very much. And unlike, say, Blood Like an Ice, where I kind of like them because they're sort of very similar in, in some ways, these two are very different. Zombie Lake is idiosyncratic and it really is one of a kind. And Burial Ground, you could put alongside, I think, a lot of other movies from this time and, and other decades zombie movies. And um, it's it's silly at times. It is a little dumb at times. and But it... <laughs> And it does have Michael. But I also think it's a joy. I think they're both joys. And I, I just want to thank everyone for, for joining me uh, for this. That that chat went a little longer than I wanted. Could this be the longest episode of the of the show? I just wanted to get everything down. Um, 
because uh, uh, unlike say uh, Iced and Blood Lake, which I've written about and talked about for ages, these two I, I hadn't really. I, I reviewed Burial Ground, I believe, in the Bleeding Skull book. Like I said, I think Joe did Zombie Lake, so so I just needed some time to talk about them. So so thank you, thank you for letting me talk, and 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 thank you so much for listening. And that's the end of this this minute by minute podcast. Let's let's close off another one. This is one, two, three, four, my fifth one. Uh, we covered seven films. And hopefully, we'll be able to do another. I would like to. I've got some ideas. But again, thank you so much for listening. One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980. I'm your host, Dan. Signing off. Listen to this one last time. Thank you.